Welcome to the Sally in the Zen podcast. I'm your host, Sally. I'm a Zen Buddhist caregiver, and I thank you so much for joining me in my pursuit to find Zen moments in everyday living. If you're new to the podcast, welcome, and thank you for joining me. If you're not new, then welcome back. Glad to have you back. During my Halloween podcast, I had mentioned that Halloween and Thanksgiving are my two favorite holidays of the year. So today's episode is about being thankful this season and what I'm thankful about, and also it being the inspiration for my latest article on Medium. The spirit of Thanksgiving For me, it's about having a a gratitude attitude, taking the time to appreciate what you have and giving thanks for that, regardless of religion or who you are or where you are. It's about that spirit of gratitude overall. That was the inspiration for my latest uh, Medium article. Here is my draft and I usually I read the article after it's been published, the final copy, but in the spirit of going with the flow and just being thankful with what I have, I'm just going to read out my draft. It's not going to change much uh, versus the final submission. Final submission will include pictures to better illustrate my points in the article. But for all, all intents and purposes, this is my latest article in Medium. I wanted to go ahead and read and share it with you guys. Also, add in behind the scenes thoughts as I work through the final version. I'll attach the link to the article below and you can read it if you like. But here we go. So it's untitled right now. The title is usually what I work on after the article is, for all intents and purposes, uh, written out. But here it begins. There's a train of thought in the movie The Intern with Robert De Niro that resonated with me. When a person retires, it seems that one of the activities they ramp up is attending funerals of loved ones and friends. But let's be real about it. Nothing puts life into perspective more than death. Period. Unlike other events that we think and believe can't or won't happen to us, death is non-negotiable. Sorry to have to say that, but there you go. Just keeping it real. As a daughter and caregiver to my elderly folks, I have ringside seats to things that are commonplace for senior citizens, meaning things that older folks generally encounter more so than younger folks. Their elderly friends and neighbors are also my elderly friends and neighbors. And through them, I hear the news of the goings-on in in our little community, so much so that I have the eyes wide opening perspective of just what to expect when my own hair fades to snowy white, which actually is in the process of happening right now, and when my body aches become a weather barometer. Here are my lessons, my personal lessons observed and learned from our senior folks, and it's in no particular order of importance. I list it as lesson number one, go to your dentist regularly. Embrace the noise of the drill and the sounds of the scraping. Take care of your teeth now because they take care of you in the end. Having your own set of teeth is always preferable to false teeth, of course. In fact, make it a mantra because having false teeth or no teeth at all just sucks. There you go. Lesson number two, make walking a regular habit. It's a gentle and effective way to get the joints moving and the blood flowing when you're old. And let's face it, the body's meant to move. Keep moving until that last faithful day. 
And in all transparency, my 77-year-old father, who's a stroke-surviving walking machine, but his ability to decelerate when he tackles a downward incline is my 70-year-old mother holding onto the back of his pants to slow him down. No joke. Lesson number three, make sure your internal plumbing's up to snuff. This might be TMIs, but yes, I did put this down in, in the article. Because as soon as you reach 50 years old, your doctor is going to start asking you to get your colon checked. You'll have invasive and some non-invasive options if you qualify. And believe me, you'll want to qualify for those non-invasive ones. Take it from me. I'm a caregiver. I take care of mom and her annual checkups for the colon. And we've had both happen. The non-invasive one is the way to go. Guaranteed. Okay, I'm just saying. The next section of my article, the most important lesson of all. Sometimes I think I'm a buzzkill with all my seemingly regular writing of death and dying and getting old in my caregiver series, which I named particular articles under. But let's face it, death goes hand in hand with life. There's really nothing to fear about it because it's inevitable. Why fear it? Because of its inevitability, isn't it obvious that the most important life lesson is to live well? Don't know where to begin with that? Well, here's a suggestion. Approach it like writing. Start with the end in mind. Except translate that to your actual life. Like Tim McGraw sings, or I put down on the article, croons, live like you're dying. Admittedly, this whole discussion is incredibly morbid, but it's like Harry Potter and he who shall not be named. You dare not speak his name or else. Or else what, really? Death and dying are part of life and living which makes it even more paramount that we can live for today and to live it incredibly well. So do yourself a favor. Give your children soft butterfly kisses. Hold your spouse's hands when you go out for dinner. Make Mother and Father's Day more frequent than in the annual holiday. Treat yourself to a long hot bath. And let's get a little more deeper with living in the present moment. Be mindfully aware and incredibly thankful for the air flowing into your mouth into your nose, into your chest, and out your mouth. Life really is this minute. Physically feel the love warming your heart for your significant other. Feel it actually tingling in your limbs. Smile and thank the morning first thing when you wake up because you've awoken to yet another day of infinite possibilities and opportunities. Here's a quote from Buddha. Even death is not to be feared by one who has lived wisely. Because I believe that there's more to life than death, I won't ever promise that I'll stop writing about it. And I end the article with a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. The purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience to the utmost, to reach eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experience. And that's my article. The things that I'm really grateful for, I can list very easily for life, health, family, house, and home. Those are simple things to me. Those are the things I'm totally grateful for most grateful for having in my life. I'm grateful for this podcast. I'm grateful for the ability to speak out loud to the universe. And if there are people listening in, that's fine too. I'm grateful for my blog. All of this gratefulness and thankfulness is, I think, just one-sided where it's just one side of the story. The other part of the story, aside from my being personally grateful for all the things, all the blessings that are in my life, in my hands, 
the other side of that story is to pay it forward. What can I do with what's in my life, the blessings in my hands, and just share that out to the universe? I find that it doesn't take much, and it usually is free. It doesn't usually take money to bring a little gratefulness to people, thankfulness for people, to show people a little appreciation that you know you you wandered into their life for a brief spell, possibly, and you hopefully made a A very good impact. Like for example, we love Old Navy, so we went to an Old Navy shop. We were standing in line, and there was a lady, an elderly lady, in the back of us, standing behind us. She had her keys inside the shopping cart. It was a metal shopping cart, so the keys blended, the color blended into the shopping cart. So I had just happened to look over, and she was paying up her clothes. But she had her keys in the shopping cart, and I, I just knew that she didn't see or remember that her keys were there. Without thinking, just looked at her and pointed to her. I'm like, ma'am, don't forget your keys. And I'm pointing inside the shopping cart, and she looked at me like, "What are you talking about?" And then she looked down, and she goes, "Oh my God!" Swear to God, that's what she said. And she just looked at me and said, "Thank you so much." It's little things like that make things a little bit easier for people. Not everything has to be so hard. Opening a door for somebody, a simple smile, a compliment, like if it's somebody that you know、uh, and are pretty close with. A simple touch, like holding their hand, giving them a hug, or a, a peck on the cheek. It doesn't have to be overly complicated. Just to show, hey, I appreciate you. But then that's also something that I need to keep practicing on for myself. Meaning, showing appreciation for others and paying it forward to others for others is one thing. But the person that you should also show true appreciation for is yourself. Don't forget to pat yourself on the back, give yourself that nice long bath, make that awesome meal that's just your favorite in the world that makes you happy. Take that time to appreciate yourself. Don't necessarily have to wait for other people to give you a pat on the back. I can start us off with that, Sally. I'm proud of you. You're doing awesome. Keep up the good work. Why, thank you, Sally. I appreciate that. <laughs> Sometimes you got you just gotta laugh at yourself. That's all. <laughs> so to recap this episode, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me on my pursuits to find Zen moments in everyday living. And I really hope and wish for you to have a great and safe and tasty Thanksgiving with you and your loved ones. And before I close out, if you have any questions or comments about or any ideas about future episodes, just drop me. A note on my blog sallyindezen.com under the contact page, or DM me on sallyindezen on Instagram. I usually post weekly on my blog and on Medium, but nowadays with Medium, when I submit it on、uh, the early part of the week, it usually get published towards the later part of the week. I'm at the mercy of the editor's schedule, so that's all good. But I usually try to keep to a two-week schedule on Medium. If you enjoyed today's podcast, subscribe to the podcast and spread the word. And while you're at it, if you like, give me a rating and let me know what you think. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for joining me on my pursuits to find Zen moments in everyday living. 